About 10 people have been evicted from a temporary homeless shelter in Summerside, PEI, with nowhere to go. Police in Cowichan say that there's nothing criminal about a teenaged girl found dying among pallets and garbage. Two Quebec companies charged for criminal negligence for explosion that killed three workers. Calgary ER doctors are warning the province that things are at their breaking point and a ship in distress with 500 passengers on board is ignored by Maltese and Italian officials. Good morning. It's Thursday, May 25th. I'm Nora, and here are your headlines. First this morning to Summerside PEI. Some number of tenants of the Summerside Motel have been evicted without notice. The motel houses a publicly funded temporary shelter. One resident, featured by Saltwire's Colin McLean, has been living there since December. She was given zero notice before a provincial employee and a cop knocked on her door and told her that she had two hours to leave. The woman has nowhere to go. Thanks to a local group of activists, there were some extra arms who helped the people who have been evicted pack up their belongings. There were about 10. But amid PEI's housing crisis, the tenants have been left with no options. The province claims that when people are evicted, it's their own fault for not having followed the rules of an establishment. They would not clarify what this meant when McLean asked, but Sarah Kowalski says she hadn't been warned or given any notice whatsoever. When she asked what she was going to do next, she told McLean, quote, I don't have a clue, unquote. Shelters do not fall under provincial tenant legislation, and so tenants don't have the same rights as they would if they lived in an apartment. Now to the other side of Canada, to Cowichan. Police have said there was nothing criminal about finding a teenaged girl, quote, clinging to life, unquote, behind a Super 8 motel earlier this month. She was found while having a seizure under a pile of wooden pallets, cardboard and garbage 10 days ago. She died after she was taken to the Cowichan District Hospital. That's all that's being reported by the Calowichan Valley Citizen, but it's important to emphasize this. How can this be considered something where, quote-unquote, no criminality was at play? Shouldn't criminality be the assumption and then ruled out rather than assuming that there was nothing criminal about the death of a teenaged girl? Journalist Angela Sterrett said on Twitter that the girl's family is, quote-unquote, horrified with a spin in this article and how it's all framed around the police account. Here's hoping they find a way to tell their story on their own terms. Now to Beauceville in Quebec, where the companies Séchoir de Beauce and Bois Ouvré are facing eight criminal negligence charges related to an explosion that killed three workers. The explosion happened a year and a half ago. Jean Lachance, Martin Roy and Mario Morin tried to put the fire out on the roof of the factory. While up there, an explosion killed the men and sent five others to hospital. Quebec's Public Prosecution Service referenced the Westray Law. This amendment to the criminal code makes it possible to charge supervisors with criminal charges when a worker dies on a worksite. The Journal de Québec quotes the steelworkers' representative, François Cardinal, who said that since it was adopted in 2004, the Westray Law is rarely invoked. Cardinal said that they're happy to see the law referenced in these charges. 
New Democratic Party MPP Matthew Green has done a lot of work trying to get the Westray law to be applied to employers whose workers died from COVID-19 that they caught on the job. You should keep your eyes out for mention of the Westray law and see just how rarely employers are held to account for workers that died while working for them. Now to Calgary where 190 ER doctors have written an open letter saying that emergency departments are, quote, collapsing and they're struggling to provide timely and effective care to patients, unquote. The 190 doctors total about 75% of the doctors who work at Calgary's four adult hospitals. The letter reads, quote, The wait time in Calgary's emergency departments has skyrocketed, with patients sometimes waiting up to 15 hours to see a doctor. These patients often become sicker while waiting, we worry about these patients every shift, unquote. Bed shortages, treating patients in hallways and waiting rooms, and watching patients deteriorate under these conditions are pushing physicians to the edge. The letter says that it's common for each doctor to have 40 to 50 patients waiting to be seen. One of the reasons for the pressures on ERs is that somewhere around 650,000 Albertans don't have a family doctor. People have no one to see, so their health issues deteriorate and they arrive at ERs sicker and more desperate for help. Of course, this letter drops in the middle of an election. And finally, to the Mediterranean. A boat that left Libya headed for Europe has sent out a distress call saying it's taking on water. There are about 500 people on board, including 56 children. One of the children is a newborn who was born overnight at sea. The boat is in Maltese waters, though not far from Italy. There is an NGO rescue vessel called Life Support heading towards it, but it will take about 10 hours to reach it. Maltese authorities have not been coordinating a rescue, something that Albert Meodormo from Life Support said is, quote, a grave violation of the law of the sea, unquote. Activists have tried to get the Italian Maritime Rescue Coordination Center to assist, but they said that this is for the Maltese authorities to deal with. Neither the Maltese government nor the Italian government responded to requests for comment from Al Jazeera. Since the start of the year, 45,000 people have arrived in Italy by way of the Mediterranean, It's the highest number of arrivals since 2017. Since January, the International Organization for Migration estimates that some 1,900 people have died or gone missing on the Mediterranean. Those are your headlines for this morning. It is Thursday, May 25th. I'm Nora, and I hope you have a great day.